Welcome to the College Football Podcast, Liquored Up Podcast. What's the name of our podcast, guys? We haven't come up with one. It's just kind of get generic. But we are back with the 2021 season. Um, I'm here with the commissioner and the commissioner's assistant, buddy. What, what are you, Nick? What's your role? <laughs> the league historian these days. League, league historian. Uh, you guys want to say hi? I think for what's about to happen. I think for what I know, it's about to happen. I don't know. There might just be one of us might be the X member. In, it's in 30 it's, minutes. He's the league executioner. <laughs> well, uh, anyway, yeah, we'll see what happens in 30 minutes. If Brian still lets me back in this league, then, uh, then I'm the league historian again. <laughs> yes. Yes. Awesome. Well, uh, we only got two shows in last year and I feel like we need to do a couple more this year, kind of up our game a little bit, but, um, we're back with a great show, I think. It's going to be great, yeah. It's going to be fantastic, guys. Um, Maybe like 40 minutes of preparation went into this. So. Yeah, we have an outline. 40 minutes seems like a little much, Nick. I'm uh, Between all three of us, totally. Oh, combined. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, so, um, you guys want to say anything before we get kicked off? Uh, I don't think so. Is, is this the uh, part where we intro our drinks? Sure. We could do that. All right. Let's you did. I, I was just going to give you an opportunity to like say hi to the league. Oh, and just know, like, I, I think, you know, hello, you know, welcome to syllabus week. It's kind of what this is. It feels mm-hmm. like, you know, it's just getting our feet back into the water, trying to remember the routine, trying to, you know, remember making pun names and all that stuff. Yeah. I just wanted to say, you know, it's been a while since we've been here with Liquored Up and starting to get that tingle, right? Some yeah. Fall camps are starting, some league banter's picking up again. So that time of year it it even feels a little different you know it's only been you know less than a year since we've had this but last year just felt like a mess and did you we, hear that casey did you hear that casey yeah. last year doesn't count <laughs> <laughs> we, we were just talking before we hit record that like i was looking at the episodes we had from last year and we had two we had one that was titled a big mess <laughs> a big 10 mess and then the other one was called a, a week without scores. <laughs> like that was it. So yeah. um, hopefully this year's a little bit more normal. But um, yes, it feels good to actually have a normal-ish season to look forward to. Um, yeah, let's start with our drinks. All right, EP, you go first. Yeah, I, I've I'm, seen your drink. Yeah, I'm I'm doing um, Odell IPA. It's just what nice. I had it had in the fridge. Um, we actually just got back from the state fair where uh, I hung out at the craft brew tent for quite a while. They they have upped their game on the craft brew tent yeah. at the state fair. Um, so I had a couple there, so I just grabbed this. Nice. Um, I'll go next. Um, I, I think I got something from near you, Eric, I mm. uh, from Barntown. You still live on the Waukee side of West Des Moines, right? I do live on the Waukee side of West Des Moines, yes. Yeah, so I got some Barntown, um, some Ecto Coolius. Have you seen this before, had this before? Show me the... I can't see it on your camera. Put it near your face. No, I have not. All right, I haven't had it before. My brother-in-law raves about it. 
Okay. What kind of look at it. what kind of look beer is this. it? Whoa! Oh it's a oh green beer, God. guys. It's a green beer. <laughs> it's so like you can't tell. It's supposed to be like um, that like the like the Ghostbusters drink we all had when we were like oh yeah, 10. yeah. like they they like made that an adult version, so it's like sour. It's a sour I'm beer. Yeah, I'm gonna drink it in a second. I don't know if it's gonna be any good, but my brother-in-law just drinks it all the time, and he says it's really good. So. Interesting. That was okay. a shockingly green color. That was. I wasn't prepared for that. Yeah. No, and I've got uh, just a. I saved one of these the other day. Uh, Tidal Fury. It is an Imperial Hazy IPA from Great Lakes out in Cleveland, Ohio. Nice. Um, it's a pretty smooth drinker for an Imperial, but uh, recommend it. Are we? Um... I, I'll admit I haven't looked through the outline since earlier today. <laughs> um, <laughs> are we going to go over what the um, liquor bottles are this year? Have Has oh, that yeah. been decided? It hasn't been decided yet. So actually that was okay. not on the outline, but something, you know, if anyone is traveling, uh, if people are traveling this fall and you're near a distillery and something looks cool and it's like under like 40 bucks, just buy it. And if you have a way to get it home, uh, that'll make it one of the bottles just let me know probably by like november 1st okay i'll be out in portland um in early october so i'll check out a few yeah that's there's probably something more exciting there than uh valentine nebraska which is where my one travels has taken me (laughs) valentine what's what's there's family there's a golf course okay oh yeah well figures (laughs) but that's about it (laughs) yeah but bk did you go with us on the uh the like distiller mile when we were in portland uh no i did not you oh that's right Uh, it wasn't you but um yeah i'm thinking probably one of those places we hit on uh distiller's mile yeah yeah, something's under like 40 bucks just what the hell were you doing i don't know anyway has anyone been to the foundry in um basically in west des moines oh i drove by it actually um i've never been but uh i went and had lunch with john meyer when i was back in town at this nice little place called egg and jam and uh yeah. drove right by it and I, I guess it's it's pretty good from what i hear yeah i i don't know much about it but i know it's there so maybe we check something out from there too yeah. so Do they, i don't know whiskey or vodka i have no idea okay. i just i just know it's a distillery it's it's attached to um the hall which is a beer hall hmm. uh also the uh there's a distillery here in madison the state line distiller it's the one that i took john to last year when he was at draft weekend a week early <laughs> um but their whiskey release is set to happen next month so hmm. oh shit if yeah. i can get my hands on one we'll have another uh an opportunity to get a first run whiskey so we got we got some options yeah. we got some so, options yeah so uh we'll, we'll okay. good stuff yeah okay so we we nailed what we were drinking um talk a little bit about the potential bottles the next thing on um the outline is uh nick do you have anything anything to say to BK? Uh, I do actually, um, and you know, there's been some chatter. Everybody's been looking for a draft order, right? The league was renewed. You know, you'd think that the next thing is just put the draft order in, right? I mean, everybody's waiting. I think I've texted BK, and I can go back through my logs five, six times in the last three weeks, saying like, "Hey, you got the draft order." I've gotten several, several, I'll get it this weekend or, you know, it's coming and it still isn't here. I guess we're getting it tonight. But the thing that gets me is only one thing needed to happen, right? 
like at the end of last season, are you judging based on the end of regular season standings or are you taking the playoffs and best of the rest into account? What have we done in the past? I have always taken best of the rest and playoffs into account and gone from there. But the thing is, whatever Brian's decision, like I don't care what it is, but the decision means that two hours after the fucking championship game is completed, (laughs) we know what the order is. And Jen was like, why are you so mad about this? And I said, (laughs) I was going to ask the same question. (laughs) Oh, my God. And Jen was like, you know, he just got he just had a kid. He's got a small child. He's probably busy. I'm like, he can't find 40 fucking minutes in the last 11 months. How old is your kid? Click a few buttons. How old is your kid, BK? He's two. Yeah, he he, he didn't just have a kid. (laughs) Well, what I mean, you know, I don't know. A small child. (laughs) Yeah, I saw a Snapchat recently, and he's a lot bigger than the the last time I remember. Yeah, he's yeah, not he's, to he's he's not just born. Um, well, in okay. the in the land of COVID, he was just born. I mean, you know, I've yeah. never seen him. Well, I've seen him once. I've got a child that's never been alive, not during a pandemic. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Man, that is crazy. So is was that it, Nick? Oh, I mean, that I was, have more. It'll yeah, come out. Yeah, let's, the... let's, no, no, let's let's get some of your was, material here. It like, was pretty what, tame. It was pretty tame. Yeah, what are the B sides here? Well, <laughs> I just, oh my god, I kind of like tried to start a little undercurrent of you know. Somebody said to me, "It's better to have a lazy than a corrupt commissioner." Yeah, I like that. And <laughs> I don't know, like you, you guys don't? can say I was corrupt, but I got shit done immediately, right? Like. This waiting and the problem, as I tried to explain to BK, right, is like I am a planner. I plan shit like for a living. Like I look out into the future. I see what needs to be done and I start planning when I can do my little things. So as I have been preparing my season, I'm trying to get a little bit more into the league with, you know, I'm going to maybe hopefully drop a couple of videos this year. I got a couple other ideas. But one of the other things, I need to know the fucking schedule so I can prioritize, right? If I need to know when I'm playing somebody, if I'm playing them in week one, I got to get going. But if I'm not playing them till week 10, all right, then I can wait for, a, you know, a down weekend. But schedule's not out there, which is the other thing. And this, uh, Eric, you'll love this, right? I told Brian, I was like, hey, I have a scheduling, like, helper out there. Like, I've created a tool when I was the commissioner. All you have to do is rearrange this stuff. It already has everybody paired out and ready to go. And Brian's like, oh, sweet. Can you send that to me? I went to go share it with him. He already had access to it. It's just the tools are there. He just doesn't fucking care. He just he is on Brian time. And apparently we're all stuck there. And, you know, I don't know. I don't I never took money. (laughs) But I also was like shit got done quickly. So anyway, it it seems to me that Brian's more important in his job than at least I am in mine. I don't know about you, but he, he, he seems to have other things that are very important. So Nick, what would you say like would be an appropriate lead time for the draft picks? For the draft picks? Is this a real question? Did you not listen to anything I've said? He said two hours after the championship game. (laughs) I mean, it's like, it's ready to go. Yeah. Right. So when you start the league up, when you re up it as like a new season, like probably when you're doing that at the same time, because it takes 
eight minutes. So it, it should have been delivered to you eight minutes after the season was complete. No, no, no. Eight minutes after you re-upped for the 2021 because you have to renew the liquored up mm, yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know you've renewed the league because I've been in and, you know, checked yeah, out Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I did that for you because I know you're a planner. Yeah, but here's the problem. I, none of the tools are in there, right? I'm in the league, but it's fucking blank. It's a void. I go in to go rank my players in the draft. Your draft order hasn't been set, so you can't do anything. You can't even enter the draft room. Then you wouldn't enter the draft room. <laughs> yeah, that's how. You, that's you have to go into the draft room to rate the players. Okay, I've never done that before. Oh my god! Well, this is why you've never won a title. So. I, I guess the question is like I've been doing some research of my own, you know, trying to figure out like when the most appropriate time is to do something like this, you know, like how much lead time should you give somebody? And I hired a cybersecurity firm to help me out here, and they did an analysis. Um, and I wish everyone could see Nick's face right now. <laughs> I, I'd like you to check your email real quick. I just like you to to just check your email real quick, Nick, and and maybe you could read. Um, the the email that I just forwarded you because uh, it was the analysis from the cybersecurity firm. <laughs> Am I in this email? Yeah, I, I sent it to you too, Eric. Oh, I see it. <laughs> so the difference, Brian, right? <laughs> I'm the only one that's looking at this shit, apparently. Uh, if anybody would have asked me for this information for the the viewers um can you can you read it firm. yeah nick read yeah. it you gotta read yeah, it nick nick do you want to read it maybe so it's in your voice i'm good <laughs> um let's see here let's find the good one um i lo i just lost it because otherwise i would um all right, so I is guess it, the first one, it says, uh, it's, it's an email from Nicholas Scott Moore. Is, is that you, Nick? Unfortunately. It's turned into an interrogation. And it says the draft is only a few days away, is how the email starts. And then a few sentences down, it says the draft order. So this is, are, this is on August 14th of 2016. So we were a few days away and we were being announced the draft order then. So that's what are you talking about? The one you sent me says August 17th. We're just over one week away from draft. Yeah, because th th there was apparently multiple instances. The firm was able to discover where this happened. The one I'm looking at is August 14th and it says the draft is only a couple days away. And oh, then, that's and from then it 2016. Gives it... Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it, it's, this is it's... this is exhibit number one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nick. I, I guess and I he's 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 got a good point that again though Nick just said he wasn't necessarily a good commissioner <laughs> he's got higher expectations for you than he did himself <laughs> I didn't say I wasn't a good commissioner I said I never took any money <laughs> you weren't a corrupt commissioner right is that what you said I mean it doesn't matter what I say everybody has their own opinion <laughs> so just rewind the podcast and watch, listen to it again well, I mean, the the corrupt and taking money was the the silent creed, and I, I still don't know really what happened in the past, but there was some yeah, possibilities. That, Wait, that let's rehash this. I don't know if I remember this. Yeah, the uh, legend goes that uh, Creed, when he had the the team that he switched his name to Fire Sale because he was doing so bad, mm -hmm. he accepted a twenty dollar bill 
U.S. currency from, I believe it was Mark, but I'm, you know, I could be a little fuzzy, in exchange for uh, his best player. Yeah, I, okay, I remember that. Is that illegal? No. I mean, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, everybody can do it their own way, I guess. Yeah, but... I mean, if you really want to do that. I mean, we're playing for liquor bottles, so I, I mean, like, the, there's a certain volume where you're actually going to start. You could just go out and buy them at the store yourself. Yeah, I yeah, mean the, Mark, the market the market is going to set the prices. So whether yeah, it's I mean, whether it's illegal or not, either. So you know, Mark yeah. spent twenty bucks on a you know a quarterback that didn't didn't win him a bottle, as far as I know. Wait, Creed spent twenty bucks, right? No, no, Mark bought a pick from Creed. Oh, Mark bought the pick. Yeah. So oh, you made it you sound know. like Creed was the dirty one. It was Mark yeah. who was the dirty one. Oh no, Creed's the dirty one. He's the one taking the money, right? It's the person who gives the money's the dirtier, right? No, when you're talking about a drug dealer, right? They're the person accepting <laughs> cash, right? They're the ones getting in trouble. I don't know, but in that situation, the drug is the illegal. Th- I mean, is an illegal thing. Like the quarterback's not illegal. I don't know. Okay, so I work at a company and I have a trade <laughs> secret. Okay, and you're going to give me twenty dollars, and I'm going to let you know what day a new information is going to be out there. Okay, I mean, in this situation, it's a fantasy league. I don't necessarily blame Creed. <laughs> Someone offered him 20 bucks for a quarterback that's not a real person. I mean, the real side of this is, you know, Creed, who I believe at the time, the buy-in to the league was only 20 bucks to begin with. Hmm. Creed had a shitty-ass team, and he basically spent $0. So he, he did come out as a winner. Hey, if if the market's willing to pay that, go for it. Um. Uh, so anyways, uh, we are at 16 days until draft day. Is that right? Uh, but here's the other thing, BK. Yeah. Uh, if we weren't doing this podcast tonight, and if I hadn't been berating you for three weeks, when we get this draft order? Today was the hard deadline. Mm, I don't today know. Was, because t- Today was the hard deadline. I had the email drafted, and then Eric was like, you guys want to do a pod? And I was like, all right, can I delete the draft, and we're just going to... There's no way you had it ready to go because you sent me a Snapchat of an Excel like this morning that said, this is real. Uh, that was last night. Um, whatever. You know, um, I I think this um, execution, whatever you want to call it, has the tables have turned. The turntables have turned and and it's time to move on because I think BK won this. He he oh. he. he, he he showed us some pretty compelling evidence that you're just as guilty and uh he's gonna do the do it now so all right let's so let's here. let's have the let's have the reveal all right so with the 12th pick the last pick in the draft for 2021 we have casey everett the league champion the last pick oh yeah yeah makes sense yeah. all right for the sixth pick i i think some people would argue the sixth pick is Maybe what? the most valuable because you get about two. We're going twelve, picks. then six. Yeah, yeah because well, it's end of uh, best of the rest and end of oh the playoffs. Yeah. I don't know why we just don't go in order, but okay. well, I mean they they won their respective um, uh, you know postseason, so you got to give them a little honor to you know. Okay, I like where this is that. headed. Okay, yeah. momentum is headed squarely for me to do what I'm hoping for. Okay, um, do you have like a celebration with poppers planned or something? Oh, God, no. That took so long to clean up. <laughs> All right. So with the number six pick in the draft, Mark, for winning the best of the rest. 
All right. So number 11 is Creed. He lost in the championship game. Valiant effort, I'm sure. All right. So that's three down. Uh, John is fifth because John lost to Mark in the uh, Constellation, Constellation game. So then we go to uh we're gonna we're gonna go uh we're gonna do the top half again so number the seventh pick is pat the eighth pick is peter the ninth pick is jamie the tenth is phil brooks nick is looking at me with just daggers right now because i know exactly why you're waiting till the end because i'm gonna be so angry if you fuck this up so we, we did john fifth eric is fourth whoa My, yeah, well, it's because it's you didn't do well last year. So no, I thought I was second though. No, oh, um, dang. So Eric is fourth. Myself is third. Alex is second. And Thank Nicholas you. Is first. Oh my god, the backstory behind this is I was talking to BK, and I've always done it postseason record like counts towards draft order, and some people yes have like tanked if they lose in the first week to try to get a better draft pick, but BK was like. No, best of the rest, you don't do that. Like, maybe whoever wins, but then you go regular season. So then you don't have to worry about tanking. And I was like, fuck that. I would have, like, the fourth pick. And I did. I got wasted in the fucking playoffs. Or, sorry, best of the rest. And I, it's not like I wasn't trying. I mean, I played the best possible team every week. <laughs> and I got crushed. And that deserves a number one overall pick. So it, it got it. It's coming home. We're good to go. It's coming home. Also, willing to trade down uh, from the number one pick to like the three four range, Eric. So let me know if you're if you, you want to talk about some swaps. You want to just straight up trade your first overall for my fourth overall? Fuck that. What 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 isn't that what you just said? No, I said let's talk about some trades. What you wanted to trade down? Right. So like I would get somebody else's first for my first, but then I would also get another one. Okay. We'll talk later. Maybe. Yeah. Trade blocks um, open. <laughs> Glad that you got that honor and you're just trading away right away. So I, I said that very weird. <laughs> I, I, I knew Nick was very interested in this. Um, so one Nick, two Alex, three myself, four Eric, five John, six Mark, seven Pat, eight Peter, nine Jamie, ten Phil Brooks, eleven Creed, and our league champion, Casey. That is such a strange thing to hear. It's. I mean, it's a very strange. And he earned it, champion. like. And he 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 killed it. He I tore mean, it down to the studs, and he brought it back up. Yeah, all credit does go to him, but it is just like we were living in fucking bizarro land. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I think I think it shows that anyone can rise up at any chance. It's well, it's... what was it? The first six years, we had six different champs. You know, that was like really cool when that was going for a while. Yeah, so I guess Nick, you're the league historian, so maybe uh, maybe you can hit us with some facts here. When was the last time we had a new champion? Uh, Whoever won after Eric? No, actually, Casey might be the first one. I'm gonna let me pull up the website. You guys have access to it. I have it. Champions. Well, yeah, you're league historian, though, so like we want to like. Yeah, Casey is the is the first new champion since Mark back in 2016. Because. 2017, 18, and 19 was the Nick and Eric show. So, oh man, we need to the Nick and Eric show. I like that. Well, I mean, <laughs> more like the Eric sandwich because it went Nick, Eric, Nick. But 
But wasn't I but right before that? Oh, I was 12, wasn't it? Or 13. You won in 12 and 18. 18, yeah. Okay. But yeah, Case or Mark won in 2016, and then Casey is the first new time or first time champion since. Okay. Gotcha. So who are the ones who have never won it? Uh, that should be nice and easy. Uh, Alex, Brian, um, Jamie, John, no, John's one. Yeah, John, John was like the original powerhouse in the yeah. isotope area era. He just really? So I just thought about this. The cool thing is in the ice house challenge, right? Like does Casey get, you know, he, he gets worked every year in the ice house challenge. <laughs> But he has a championship now, so like he better be lauding that over Alex for the rest of time. But uh, Phil, Phil Brooks, Peter, Jamie—I mean, I think there's seven, seven of us that have okay. championships. So here's here's a question: How many years does it take before everyone in the league has at least one title? Oh boy! I mean, so- someone might be dead by then. <laughs> I was gonna. I mean, my money is on Alex to be the last champion, like mm. the last first-time champion. I think Peter's the last first-time champion. I don't know. Peter got third his first two years. Like, I mean, he backed his way into third, but like that was like almost close. ten years ago, wasn't it? Peter's mm. only been in the league for four. Oh yeah, he's a he's a newer member. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, Alex is a, a perennial like late-season powerhouse to sixth place. <laughs> Like he finishes the regular season real, really well, and then never does anything in the playoffs. Um, so what's else? what's so? I need your answers. Like how long? How what's oh. your guess? How many years? So we've got like I don't know. You said probably six guys who have never won it. I think there's five that have never won. Five that have never won it. Seven that have, and we've been going for. We, we might we need started in 2011. Yeah, 2011. So this is this is our ten year might be yeah we need a patch or something it it might be 15 more years before everyone gets one i was gonna say 17 yeah jesus college football think think about that think about that if you don't have a championship right now and you're listening to this it may take 15 years for one of you to get it (laughs) texas and oklahoma might be playing in the pac 12 by the time (laughs) well i was just gonna say we will the big 12 exist it's gonna be like an sec fantasy league at that point yeah, <laughs> big ten. Which dis- that's that maybe is a good transition. What what did we land on on the divisions that we're choosing from this year? Because I don't think I heard a final big ten, big twelve, and then what Sunbelt? Oh, um, yeah. One other thing too about the draft. Um, after tough negotiating with uh, actually these two guys here, uh, we settled on a ten a.m. draft time on the twenty eighth. Okay, so a little uh, little brunch. So ten a.m. draft time. Uh, so for those of you coming to Madison for the draft, I believe we're going to try to go get a coffee house order to go, including a few jugs of coffee, because oh, wow. we're not going to make everybody live through the disaster that was the French press uh, from 20, whatever, 2017, 2018. Um, but yeah, we got a tent city in our backyard. We got some people camping. So oh, shit. up, ready to go. Excellent. Okay. So the, the, the uh, conferences we're using. Yeah, so I did it way too complicated, and I like was like giggling to myself. I was like, "Oh, a ranked choice voting! That sounds really cool." It was like right after, um, oh, New York did their mayor- mayoral race yeah. ranked choice, and I was like, "Oh, that sounds cool." Um, 
never doing that again. <laughs> Too confusing. Um, but we are doing four leagues this year, Big Ten, Big 12. So Big Ten re- rejoins after a year off. Um, Big 12, maybe the last time we ever have Texas and Oklahoma. Uh, or the, or a, the Big 12. Or the Big 12, yeah. Um, I, th- I think they'll like become the angry eight or something like that before <laughs> going to the American. But um, So those two uh, conferences, of course, back to tradition. Tradition. Uh, tradition. Uh, we are going to Pac-12. They were overwhelmingly the favorite by everyone, um, so that's kind of fun. You know, Pac-12 after dark. So I'm going to be staying up till midnight every night, questioning my choices on Saturday. Um, and then also uh, there was enough vote for a fourth league, and the Sun Belt was the one that ran away with that one as okay. well. So it's been a while since we've had the Fun Belt. What? No, we had it last year. Well, yeah, I thought. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean in a normal time yeah yeah i don't know i i kind of wondered like you know the pac-12 was was like the pac-12 sunbelt and then like everything else was kind of like where everybody voted at and um i felt like some of the sunbelt games were really fun last year there was like a few like tuesday or wednesday night games that i think everybody just was like holy shit you got to turn this game on right now like it's like insane um and coastal carolina being really good so mm-hmm. it'll be kind of interesting to see if they're dud or how they do this year again yeah, I mean they basically have most of their team coming back. I think they lose their number one wide receiver. That's it. Yeah, I sorry, I meant just like the Sun Belt as a fun uh, fantasy oh. football league as a whole. Sorry, dropping some some actual fantasy knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh wait, so you so you've scouted uh, Coastal is what you're saying? I mean, you'd be stupid not to after last year. Yeah, and then I guess they did the fun game where they scheduled BYU with like three or four days notice, and that was like awesome. Yeah, a glimpse of what college football could be like. And then this year it's like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, if you're not scheduled 10 years in advance, it's not happening. And we can cancel if you're too good in 10 years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and replace you with a fucking max school or something. Um, some more um, housekeeping real quick, too. We're going to hit on promotion and relegation. Um, so John won the top shelf last year. So he Congratulations. Yeah, I mean, I guess... You gotta, you, you, if you're in the top shelf, you got to stay in the top shelf. So he went 3-0. For those that don't remember how John uh, did last year, is his team was actually dog shit last year. <laughs> um, but he only won his divisional games. And so because the division looks at your division record, um, he won the top shelf. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So relegation is based on your divisional record, not your overall record. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. I don't think I rem- I might have known that, but I, I'm just remembering it. Yeah, no, I definitely okay. know that you knew it because when it happened, I made sure everybody knew it. Okay, okay. You just didn't remember it. But yeah, also I, last year. I don't remember a lot of things that happened in this league. <laughs> yeah, no, last year, the the naming convention that I arrogantly chose when I created the divisions uh, really came back to bite me because the top shelf was literally three or four of the worst. It might have been the four worst teams if not four of the five worst teams in the league was, last year. Was, was well, but historically they've earned their spot there, I will say, because I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs> Whether we had a down year or not, <laughs> historically we've earned it. Um, and so uh, so you know, John stays there. Um, everyone else in the division stays there, except for Nick, who... Uh, it's relegated to the call division. If I remember correctly, I believe the Commissioner Cup was the final week of the season, and it was a relegation game, and I beat Nick. 
Um, I, should, I don't. Why don't I have the Commissioner Cup with me right now? Uh, we're not in the same division. Uh, I think we were. We mm. were. Mm. I don't know. I can pull it up. Because I had the Taylor Taylor and Associates uh, season in 2019, so I think I went up. Oh, okay, yeah. But anyway, if that, yeah, I I definitely had a really really bad team last year. <laughs> um, so going down to the call, um, Creed is getting promoted to the top shelf. He went three and zero. And uh, Jamie went to the well. I believe, if I remember correctly, in 2019, Jamie was promoted to the uh, call. So he is a... Uh, went right back down. One yeah, and done. They yeah. call it a yo-yo club. Yeah, it's, uh, that's what you do in the Premier League if you're at the bottom. All right. And then in the well, uh, Phil Brooks moves up with a 3-0 record. And, um, oh, yeah, this was the interesting thing. So the well was actually stacked with the best teams in the league. Um and since they were the best teams in the league, they beat up on each other. And so Phil Brooks went three and zero, and everybody else went one and two in division, and they beat the shit out of everybody else in the league. Who did Phil Brooks lose to last year? Didn't they have an early loss? Uh, I don't know. Let me I see. mean, I can probably check it out. But anyway, tears pods. So yeah, so those are kind of like the housekeeping notes. Um, we did thirty bucks for buy-in last year. We're going to do thirty bucks again. Oh yeah, you're right, BK. Last year, so lifetime, you're one and two in the top shelf, and your only win is over me, and it was to relegate me. Yeah, so that's that's what you do in the top shelf. You just, <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta just win in advance, you know. Um, yeah, so thirty bucks again. Um, actually, you know what? Uh, is Pat going to be listening at this point? This is actually a good bet here. Um, actually, oh, actually, I, I have another one of these. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give somebody a draft tip for how they like to draft, and I'm gonna give it in about ten minutes, and, and it's gonna we're gonna find out if they're listening at this point. Oh, how? Then we need to do a tease because I have a huge announcement that's gonna be coming up. I think near the end of the episode, but there's a uh, there's gonna be a season long sweepstakes. So oh, wow, a season long sweepstakes. We'll so. see. Okay, so it'll be interesting if Pat's listening then too because he's involved. Heavily. All right. So okay. Well, thirty minutes this- in, and we're uh, teasing out the rest of the episode. Uh, I mean, my hard deadline for checking with Pat about was, is about this is tomorrow, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do it tomorrow, of course. Um, but I, I don't know if Pat's gonna do side bets again. So if if everyone remembers, uh, we did side bets last year, and then we stopped doing them halfway through and just put that into the bottle fund um, because uh, we didn't have stats and it became too hard to. What you know the I'll, answer? I'll do them if he doesn't want to. Okay. So. All right, so we're doing side bets no matter what. We'll yeah, find side out. bets should just be on. That was it's, okay. it's just fun, and yeah, if mm-hmm. he doesn't want to do it, I can do it. That's fine. Okay. All right, so no matter what, but we will uh, find out if Pat's listening. All right. Um, so we have a lot of other thoughts. So I guess we've already hit. You know, well, let's hit this. Who do you think is poised for a breakout season this coming season? Of course, we haven't drafted yet, so we don't know what everybody's roster looks like, but. I, uh, I, I think we skipped over something. Did you finalize the schedule for the regular season, BK? Is that uh, out there? The hard deadline is next Monday. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, cool, cool. Moving on. My answer to the breakout is, so who's got the most early traded up for draft picks? I think that's Nick, right? Or is there someone have, who's got more? Uh, We can actually, that's in um, Liquored Up. I'll pull it up on Fantrax real quick. That's going to be my answer. Whoever's got the most uh, loaded up draft picks, because I know. So that means it's not going to be me, because I've lost a second and a fourth or something to Nick, mm-hmm. which is pretty pretty good for Nick. He's going to, uh, I think he's going to have a good year. 
uh, I don't know. We'll see. Last year, I thought I had a good team, and I mean, I to the end of the season, I thought I had a good team, and I was like <laughs> three and nine. I like, losing every week. I don't get it. My team looks so good. <laughs> so I, I don't know if I feel good about that, Eric. Uh, <laughs> well, that's just going to be my pick because we're pre-draft. That may tra- okay, change so, yeah, yeah. on our pre-draft uh, draft episode. Let's see. Blind Squirrel Nuts. Who is that? Creed. Creed has three extra picks from Star Glitter. He's got an extra sixth and an extra eighth or something. Let's see. Uh, those aren't super early. I feel like the you know you can get someone even in free agent pickups that's a really good yeah. player in college, you know? Yeah. So I have a first and two seconds. That's pretty good. Uh, let's see. Somebody else had some first round picks that changed. Oh no, here we go. Uh, the reading rainbows. Is that, is that BK? Is that BK? Mm-hmm. Ooh. He has a he has a first and two seconds as well. Okay. And those are the only people with multiple in the first two rounds. There's okay. A, a bunch of other picks traded, you know, lower down. But my answer is going to be one of my co-hosts then. Wow. Okay. I mean, I, I feel like I'm I'm still hurt from 2019. I, I felt like I put together what i believe to be the most perfect roster and then my memphis running back broke his leg or whatever and i just have injuries will kill you yeah and yeah. then nick and nick had the uh, backup and so it's just yep it's and week. oh my god he was so good it's just a dagger in my heart every, every week <laughs> um all right so I'm who's gonna go out on a limb i've got i've got peter actually i'm gonna i take the back i'm gonna change i'm gonna change to john john meyer I think it's been a while since he's been at the top of the league. Um, what's his name? Will Greer broke his finger in the oh, playoffs. That 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 was my running back from Memphis getting hurt. I just remembered Will get his finger was bent all the way back, and yeah, that's John's season. And I'm going John Meyer. I think it's time for him to get back on the horse. So I'm I'm picking John Meyer to to have a big year. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think we we haven't heard a lot of noise from Pat. I'm kind of thinking Pat's like our. You don't think so? I don't know, man. He's got that second kid, so maybe his he's just focus been, isn't there. He's just been quiet for a number of years now, and like he just hasn't drafted well for four or five years. I don't Pat's, know. We'll see Pat's got two kids. Yeah. How? What ages? Uh, one's like six months old. A little bit older than six months now. Probably like eight months. No, oh, it was February. So you do the math. I can't do the math. Eight months old. And then the other one's how old? Uh, four. Gosh, I, can, man, I hope that's right. I feel like a piece of shit. I can confirm that two kids and so. But Casey just won with. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but he won when his two kids were like a little bit older. Older, like, yeah. Just yeah. a little bit older. That, They're know, more they independent. Thing. More independent, yeah. 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 My three and a half yeah. and one year old are not. They, yeah. I'm worried about this. I season. don't remember how old rylan is but he's a terror but yeah he's uh, he's pretty independent yeah uh but you know you look at the other way like the fantasy football leagues escape you know it's like eight o'clock at night the kids are away quiet you're just browsing the free agency every night you're just looking going like yeah okay i i I understand that angle and pre-draft i'm going john but after the draft if if i like what pat does you know he's we'll leave the door open for him okay all right uh, all right. Um, yeah, no, I, I think it's going to be a fun season with all these guys. All righty. Um, 
So somebody put the Pac-12 COVID announcement. What, is, is oh, that that's so that's me. I just wanted to make sure um, this is going to be the announcement. I'm not going to post a, a link, or maybe somebody else will in the in the chat or whatever. But um, the Pac-12 announced today that any team that has a COVID protocol um, is forfeiting their game. Oh shit! So if, wait. So if Cal is playing at USC. And Cal has positive COVID tests. Just USC one? USC wins. And Cal, I mean, whatever it takes, like whatever their protocols are. But it's like if they're they have independent like, school, like own school yes. specific protocols. Okay. Yeah, or or within the uh, the players um, on the squad. But if US or UCLA or whatever, whoever it is, if they say, you know, oh, we have to postpone the game. There's no postponements. The team mm. that is in trouble with the COVID positive tests is forfeiting and it is an automatic win for the other team but no and the stats. game is not being played so players in the pac 12 could potentially have some no-show games mm. interesting i mean i mean you, you can't uh figure out what your players doing on social media but uh they got six weeks to get vaccinated to uh make that not a problem um, right. and i don't know was... um well i don't know what's happening like last year we kind of had didn't we have like a backup thing? If your player doesn't play, yeah. you could sub somebody in. Well, yeah, we just had a huge roster. So uh, my thinking on that, actually, that's another good like kind of like housekeeping thing was uh, we're pretty much going to go back to 2019 and before rules. Um, but I think 2019 and before we had 16 roster spots. So we'll go to 17 for one year only to um, give you seven bench players for the possibility that you can kind of you know, if you want an extra quarterback or wide receiver or something like that, if you want, just will will we do that many rounds of dra- of the draft, or will we have? No, no, we'll do. Oh like... no, just free agency. Okay. Yeah, we'll do yeah, free agency pick up at the end. Okay. Um. So, side question. So, what I'm hearing you say is we're not doing any sort of a best ball thing. So, like, if you play a Pac-12 running back and there's a COVID issue and the game is forfeited, whether it was their team's fault or not, and they're your starting running back, you're getting a zero. I mean, I'll have to read what th- they, they put. I, I didn't know about this before. Yeah, don't, uh, uh, don't, you know, don't make a definitive statement. I'm saying that's how I'm interpreting right now. So you know, I think it should figure it out. I but. think it should be like if your running back is on a team that the game is canceled. Say it's the USC running back, but they're playing Oregon, and Oregon's the school that has the positives. Then you can. But if USC is the one that has the positives, <laughs> you cannot. I, I don't know. I guess like my, you know, I'll have to read what they wrote. But, you know, like the, the thing I think about is like I remember last season it was like Ohio State's going to take a plane at 6 a.m. to get to Illinois and they're going to play a game at 11 a.m. or something like that. And it was like midnight and they're like, yeah, the game's not happening. Like I I, I imagine there's going to be at least one college football game somewhere canceled at least this year. Yeah, um, I'm sure there will be. But I also don't think it's going to be like the players are on the field and they're like rushing them off because they think like somebody has COVID. Like, I, th- I think they're going to know, hopefully, um, farther ahead of time. Yeah. You know, they're going to t- test them the night before and they do, they're going to do a rapid test at that point, probably. So they should be able to figure it out. Um, Wasn't well, it like you don't have to well, make a decision? I just, you know, yeah. putting that information out there. Some school just announced uh, a couple days ago that they had a hundred percent vaccination rate, and it was a school that I I heard like Ole Miss or something, and I was like, "Was it Ole Miss?" It was a school that I was like, "No, no, not them." (laughs) Like, dude, the lane train is pulling out of the station. 
I could see like, um, oh geez, what's a what's a school that would be fully vaccinated? But Ole Miss is not Northwestern. Yes, Purdue. And I think they are one hundred percent, but that's okay. But Ole Miss was not on my radar as. <laughs> Yeah, no, Iowa is 70% vaccinated, but Iowa, the University of Iowa, I think we have a new president. They just announced, and I quote, standing alone in the Big Ten is like their headline. And it's like, oh my God, what are they doing? And they're not requiring masks. They're not requiring vaccines for students. They're just letting everybody back on campus. And they're like, we're the only one in the Big Ten that's doing this as like a positive. And I'm like, oh my God. don't see, you have a good hospital there like what are you doing see i didn't i didn't even know that schools were like announcing their their percentage rate because nebraska is not revealing that information like they've uh, they've been very hush hush about like we're not asking the kids or we're not recording how many are vaccinated we're not we're telling them to get vaccinated but we're not keeping track yeah, I mean, of that I, I think kind of like what we we're talking about like we expect northwestern like it's very obviously a gets into maybe political situation but like yeah. i know like indiana like they're required to be on campus you have to be vaccinated so like oh really the indiana team's gonna be 100 percent vaccinated so. well so if you look at like the the um covid data and everything um like the county by county there's a harvard website <laughs> that has it the epidemic or the pandemics website and and uh it's kind it, it, it the, the the website map looks a little bit like that Verizon or T-Mobile commercial where it's like, <laughs> this is how much we cover. And there's this big black hole in the middle of the country that looks like the shape of Nebraska. That's what it looks like because Nebraska has chosen to not report numbers. And so they're oh, really? so like Nebraska is all green and then the whole rest of the country is red, you know, and it looks like Nebraska is doing great. And it's just because they've been like, no, we're not, we're not reporting numbers. So, Screw you. Well, <laughs> some uh, one, of, one of the clients that Jen works with at Epic is the University of uh, Ole Miss, so their hospitals, mm. and their ICU beds are completely full this weekend, and they're expecting 500 more. So, like, Ole Miss University Hospital is converting their parking garage into ICU units to deal with COVID cases right now. Goodness. Yeah. So, it's it, and the South is really bad, but uh, I, they asked every coach at the Big Ten media days, like, what's your team's percentage of vaccination rate and i think scott frost is the only one that said we don't ask yeah yeah it's so it, it definitely feels like it's in line with the scott frost <laughs> well i mean they've 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 done a lot of things to like encourage and promote kids getting vaccinated they want them they've said openly that they want everyone vaccinated the best chance of getting the season finished is vaccination but they he keeps saying like it's a it's a personal decision and we're not going to track that because you're not going to force anyone to do it. So it's, I mean, yeah, I feel like it's like the, uh, I think it was Michael Irving who went like in a rant about it. And he's like, you, you do so much to get ready for the season. You know, you're, you're training so hard and it's like you, you have been given a serum that pretty much means that, you know, barring 99 or, you know, like a 1% chance, like you can just keep playing every week. Like, why would you, if, if you were to get a serum to make sure that you were well able to run quick enough every week, you'd be doing it. So. But, but also, I mean, I'm, I'm pro vaccine, but, but also, and I'm vaccinated, but there are populations in our country who have oh, yeah, been yeah, screwed yeah. by medical yeah, professionals yeah. in a very yeah. recent history. And so yeah. I can't blame those who doubt, um, doubt you know 
medical professionals and what they're yeah. looking out for the best of for them. So, well, there was just an anti-vax rally here in Madison and the number of people that showed up and Madison is a pretty liberal town. Like the number of people in this anti-vax rally was kind of astonishing. Actually, <laughs> you, you do 5% of hundred thousand people, yeah. it's still 5,000 people. So um, yeah. I'm going to go get a refill. Is this At okay some just point, to keep in the pod? Yeah. Yeah. Go All for right. it. At some point though, like, survival of the fittest like you know well, so, it's and, and, it's natural selection <laughs> well, so i am 100 percent on your side but like i said jen who works you know t- peripherally in the medical profession right like she works with uh, healthcare uh software but one of the big things about the delta variant right is that it's much more susceptible for young kids yeah that there's yeah. there's no vaccine option for people right. under whatever whatever age 12 yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and with, as someone with two kids, I am very, I'm concerned about that. And I just can't wait till they can get vaccinated. Yeah. Um, and, and there are, there are people who, and now we're turning this into a pandemics podcast rather than a college football podcast while Brian's getting a beer. But, um, there are people who medically can't get a vaccine and yeah, that's, that's a whole nother, another thing. But. I just want to know, Brian just got back, and I just want to know, did he reach for another one of those uh, Ghostbuster beers? Uh, so, so actually, I, I bought it as a single because I wasn't sure if I was going to like it or not. Was I it mean, good? Really good. Like You finished it. <laughs> really? so Yeah. Like I, I mean, I, I I wouldn't be hitting another one tonight. Like it, it's So it says it's a sour, but it's a raspberry sour, and it's like it's like really sweet. I don't want to know how many calories are in it. It's like really, really good. Yeah. Um, but it's also not like one that I don't think I don't think I could pound like ten of them tonight. Oh yeah. So, so while BK did that, I'm gonna go ahead and run to the uh, fridge <laughs> as well. So you guys keep this going. All right. Um. So what can we say about Nick while he's gone? Oh man, I don't know. Because he probably won't listen to the episode because he was here. So we can probably sneak something in. Uh, I'm I'm just really happy. Like I as as we were talking before we started recording, I was like, I wonder when Nick did the draft order. So I was very happy. With well, and I, I was very impressed. I was I was disappointed by his rant, and I, know, I was imp- I was impressed by your rebuttal. Yeah, it I, was. I thought, it was I, perfect. I, it was perfect. I, I, I wanted more f bombs. I, I thought like, I, I thought I thought he had a little bit more ammo there. I wanted more passion behind behind his. Oh, I thought he was saying something yeah, to us. I thought he was talking to us too. Um. Oh, all right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do like the insert the little nugget here that I had planned. Yeah. Um, so John always hits the Texas Tech quarterbacks really hard. Oh, does and he? Yeah, uh, that is like his bread and butter. So Wait, I what just, happened to John? <laughs> Texas Tech quarterbacks. He hits the Texas Tech quarterbacks hard. So I want to let John know, if he's not looking at who's transferred where, Texas Tech's quarterback from last year transferred to Michigan. So he's fair game. And so Texas Tech is obviously going to have a new hot man throwing the quarterback. Uh, being a, throwing the quarterback. Was this the... Uh... What was his name? Allen something? Uh, I think it starts with an S. His last name, I don't remember it exactly. But anyways, just letting John know, as, as you're looking at uh, who to draft, you got two Texas quarter, Texas Tech quarterbacks really to go for this year. It's exciting. Yeah. What's your new beer, Nick? A little Mosey from uh, Toplin Goliath. A little paleo Mo- action. Mosey. Show, show me. Oh. Mosey. Paleo from... Uh, I've never had that Top one. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. So I, I follow Toppling Goliath on Twitter, mm-hmm. and they basically like sent out, like, oh, we're canning, whatever. And like two weeks later, 
it shows up in my stores. So it's like we're on a pretty regular, you know. So I, like I just am on the lookout. Like, oh, that looked good. So I need to be two weeks from now. I need to pay attention. Yeah, I pretty much just stick to Pseudo Sue, King Sue, and Pompeii of theirs in a rotation. Um, That's good stuff. I, I haven't I haven't branched out to anything else. I uh, <clears throat> they, uh, they they had Pompeii Beach. Which I was like, oh, that's like a fun name, and it said they put mango and pineapple juice, and I was like, oh, so like a little Pompeii with a little bit more mango and pineapple mm. taste. And I was like, it was really sweet. I was like, I like mango pineapple and I like IPAs. Yeah, like it was kind of like that, is it like a movie quote. It's like what you what you heard is this, but what I said was like, <laughs> send me all of this. <laughs> it was Ron like, Swanson from Parks and Rec, okay, by Parks the way. And Rec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, what you heard is I want some bacon. What I said is I want a plate of bacon or something no, like I, that, right? What, what, you, what I fear you heard is I want a lot of <laughs> eggs and bacon. What yeah. I said is I want all the bacon and eggs that you have. <laughs> so it, it felt like a lot like that where, <laughs> I mean, I still have two more of them to drink. I don't know if one I'm going to drink them, but it was like, super juicy like it was yeah. like we added mango and pineapple juice and i thought it would be just be like a little little like kind of like a, a yeah. cream of, no we got know. uh we got that one and we got the like passion fruit fandango or whatever which is like mm. their kettle sour but also like fruited up and so it's perfect for one tall boy for jen and i to split mm. yeah you know yeah, just yeah, like yes. one you know one half but so Brian, did you say you had some nugget coming up? It was the just letting John know that we have a Texas Tech quarterback. Oh right, 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 right. So. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the next thing we got on our uh, agenda is what are you excited about for college football in general this year outside of Iowa, Nebraska? But I think we can include that. We can have a little chatter about that. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't like you know like just Iowa, primarily, Nebraska, and, yeah. and, and everyone tuned out. Um, for me in general, one fans like, uh, you know, like Florida state was like the poster child of what we were just talking about with like the vaccine stuff. It was like, felt like weird. Even like if Florida state had like tons of fans at the game, like, you're like, mm, I don't know, like if that's a good idea, at least now this, <laughs> at least now this year, they had the chance to decline the vaccine. Right. Um, um, <laughs> but, uh, just like, I don't know. It's like, it's very interesting. Like you have like so many schools that I feel like they, like Michigan State, Washington, I, I can't think of all the examples, but where they they had this new coach and it was like he didn't really do like well last year, but it's like what did he really like have a spring ball season? Did he have a full season? So like I think there's just gonna be a lot of teams that kinda shock everybody this year. And every team's returning tons of people. So like it, somebody's gonna like just be have an absolute dud and it's gonna be shocking and somebody's gonna because you know, you can return a lot of bad players and that's not a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, like um, Ill- Illinois got the most super seniors of any school in the in division one of 26 super seniors oh really yeah, yeah. So, so like are they all returning or like did be them bring them in no, on a transfer they're all returning oof yeah that sucks yeah like <laughs> maybe lovey smith was a bad coach and it turns out that illinois is just absolutely amazing this year so i, I think i think there's gonna be some team kind of probably not illinois who knows but where like they returned all these players and it's just like they clicked everything. And it's gonna be like, Oh, that's, that, that's a fun story for this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's gonna be somebody that's just absolutely terrible um, yeah. because they just returned all of their bad players. Yeah. Uh, um, you want me to go or you got yeah. one, Eric? Um, I mean, I think, yeah, I'll, I'll, you can go. All right. Well, I'm, I am so excited to see 
the angry eight unleash (laughs) all of their hate on Oklahoma and Texas. Like not only is the big 12 a rooting, but I feel like the entire country outside of the sec is going to be rooting for Kansas state is going to be rooting for Iowa state is going to be rooting for Texas tech. And I, like I want so bad for Texas to lose five games and Oklahoma to lose like three or four, you know, because Oklahoma is clearly better than Texas. But um, I can't wait for all of the Big 12 to play those games at such a high level because of how fucked they got by them. Yeah. Mine was mine was kind of similar, and but more Iowa State focused, um, hoping they can really give it to Oklahoma and Texas on their way out. And, and what, like Iowa state's ranked like four five, six or something preseason. They're top 15 for sure. But I, th- I think, think they eight. might be top 10. Yeah. They're, okay. they're eight. Okay. I mean, I just really hope there's some new, new teams in the, in the championship well, game and, and that sort of stuff. And so Iowa state has at- potential. Looking at the four conferences that we have, right, I kind of was looking through for a similar vein, but Iowa State in the Big 12 is like a non-traditional power that, you know, has a high expectations. Mm-hmm. Indiana, Indiana is yeah. a high expectation in the Big 10. Arizona State, surprisingly, has pretty high expectations in the Pac-12. I mean, they're not, mm. like, projected to win or anything, but, you know, I mean, it's Oregon, Washington, and then everybody else. Stanford uh, is – they've – I mean, they've got it. They've I hear they're they've got like Trevor Lawrence 2.0 as a freshman. Oh yeah, that's what they're saying. Ooh, wow, draft knowledge. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, he's he's a true freshman, and they're saying like he's he's Trevor Lawrence type good. So, uh, so Stanford and Texas Tech are two interesting ones to me. Where like, man, like I don't think like Texas Tech is a national title contender, but I like feel like they're like that like solid like eight win team every season, and like Stanford. Texas Tech. Yeah. Texas in my Texas head, is, like a, yeah, they're like a six-win team. Well, like in my head, they are like because just because they always have that fun offense, so you just like think that fun offense wins some games, but it doesn't really. And you know, Stanford's kind of the, the opposite, opposite, where they have yeah. like kind of that that hard-nosed football team, and you think they're really good because they just kind of play that brand of football. As an Iowa team, fan, I can tell you, Stanford can score points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> that was five yeah. years ago, but. <laughs> I was just like reading this like Texas Tech hasn't like had a winning season in like five seasons so like you just like I don't know it's just like wild and then Stanford's not much better they haven't been well when did uh when did Kingsbury leave three years ago yeah and I mean he left because he was bad I think he was fired or you know it was a mutual yeah he got an NFL job that he everyone thought he didn't deserve overall that's not true He 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 went to USC as offensive coordinator for zero games well, but that was remember when he was hired as an NFL head coach. That was where it was like there were like three or four black head coaches that were more qualified, and <laughs> and everyone was like, "This seems wrong." Because yeah. Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury over these guys, and yeah, it just kind of proved. Um, anyway, um, on, so out outside of Iowa, Nebraska, I mean. I'm just excited for a normal, you know, have some non-con games as yeah, as, yeah. as like ignoring your outside of Nebraska parentheses comment um, <laughs> to have like a normal season and um, 
yeah, just Nebraska football again, and regardless of, <laughs> of how good they're going to be. And, you know, there's always the preseason hope of, of turning things around and yeah, being yeah, better yeah. than – so. Yeah. I, I'd say I'm, I'm more pumped for this year than I am in uh, for previous, I don't know, for probably the last 10 years. Yeah, like, I mean, obviously the people who run college football would never wanted last year to happen, but – I imagine for the next two or three years, it's going to reverse some of the bad attendance figures that were happening for college football, at least for some programs where people are going to be like, I'm ready to get back in the stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got ready to tailgate and all that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's like, I don't know why it seems like, and it's probably just because I read more about the big 10, but it's like Ohio state, Oregon, Michigan, Washington, you know, Michigan's obviously down and who knows how good they actually are, but you know, Washington coming to play Michigan is going to be a big deal. And then, Auburn, Penn State, like Penn, or wait, Auburn's got that Boise State coach who could be just an absolute dud, but still, these are kind of like, you know, actually at home games as well, which, like, I don't really care for the NFL stadium games. Yeah, some of the non conference games we lost last year were unfortunate, but it's the nature of the scheduling arrangements, I guess. All right. So, um, you guys kind of led into it, but for some homerism, like Iowa starts the season off just with <laughs> 10 years ago, you'd be like, that's, this is an easy two wins, but Iowa starts off with Indiana, Iowa state. Yeah. I'm so worried about it because, uh, my dad is like, you know, basically wants Iowa to lose one game early because he's like, Oh yeah. Then, then the kids like will buy into whatever Kirk Ferentz <laughs> is doing. And I'm like, I don't get it. Kirk Ferentz should just be able to fucking coach them. <laughs> you know, without having to lose a game. But there's a very good chance that I was 0-2 going into week three. And, you know, I mean, I think they're going to be good competitive games, but it's just uh, not not something I'm looking forward to. If yeah. if the 0-2 comes to fruition. Yeah, yeah. And it's just weird to think that both Indiana and Iowa State are the two teams. Like well, you... but the other thing, right, is you look at that. If Iowa does lose to a top 25 Indiana and a top 10 Iowa state. Like there's a chance that a one and yeah, there's a chance that a one and two Iowa is like ranked 24th in the country. And it's like, no, that should not be a thing. Like they've lost twice. Like Jesus. Well, I mean, early season, it's not really a, no one looks at that. I know it's, but still like I, my problem with the rankings every year is that it's like, okay, we did the preseason rankings and that's like, that's the preseason ranking. So like, that's, no, those are gospel. So, like, if you lost to somebody that we've never seen play, but they were, like, a top 25 team, that's a quality loss. Is is Iowa ranked preseason? Uh, like, 18, 16, 18. 18. And then yeah. Indiana is, what, like 15, 20. 20? Yeah. I think, I think it goes Iowa, Wisconsin, Indiana. Like, those three are right next to each other. I don't know the order, but. Is Michigan ranked? No. No, I don't think no. so. Yeah, they're definitely uh, going to be interesting for Michigan this year because it's a kind of do-or-die year for Harbaugh. Well, didn't they just re-up Harbaugh's contract? Yeah, I think I think Harbaugh's there long. Yeah. Well, they had to re-up. They were getting to the point where it was like, oh, okay, yeah, the, your the... contract is getting to a point that you're not going to be able to recruit because they're going to fear that you're not going to be here. Yeah. So we'll re-up you. But all they were really saying is like, we'll just give you more buyout money next year when things don't go right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, and EP, what's what's going on with Nebraska this year? They got some cool uniforms coming out on the 11th. 
September 11th. Um, is that what they said? September 11th? I, I think that's kind of the rumor. Yeah. yeah I mean, the, the, the rumor, it, it was a rumor. I didn't hear the announcement, but that, so they were the first game after September oh, okay, 11th yeah, happened, yeah. happened. Uh, I think they played for some reason Northwestern, but that doesn't feel right. Um, and so it's kind of like the 20 year mm-hmm. since September 11th game. Um, so there's, there's rumor that there may be some American flag incorporated into it, which never goes well <laughs> unless, unless you're army or Navy, it yeah. doesn't, it doesn't go well. Yeah. So whatever and, week it is that they do the, like everybody does the American flag, like logo on the helmet. Like, yeah. Ugh, yeah. Do without that. And, and Adidas at least for Nebraska has done some really bad alternate jerseys, really bad. And so basically the whole, I would say most of the Nebraska fan base is like, stop doing alternates. Please, please stop doing alternates. Cause they're not, they're not good. And Probably so it's like a black Jersey or something like that. Yeah. I mean, you're, do you remember the, the one that the video that came out last year, that was a black shirt one, but it was a white Jersey. Oh yeah. yeah they never even yeah. used, they never even used it. Oh, they didn't. Oh, no. that's so funny. No, they, they didn't. I don't. Like, and I, or well, and see, I don't, I don't know what the timeline was of it. I thought it was after the second time the season came back, um, and so everyone thought it was going to be the away game. Was it at Iowa last year? Yes. Yeah. So everyone thought it was going to be that one, and it wasn't. And so they just never used them. Jeez. So I don't. Well, so they're going to announce another alternate, and they haven't used the previous one they announced. It's like Adidas, just stop it. Well, just maybe, stop it. Here, here's the, here's an idea. Maybe Scott Frost thought the defense was going to be really bad, and he thought nobody was going to earn the black shirts. So they're like, we need to get some backups Ooh. here. Well, Ouch. well, and and, <laughs> and everyone earned the black shirts. So they uh, and and he has done that. He's taken away black shirts f- until they earn them. So they, it could be. I mean, since it was a black shirt jersey, but. I don't know. I feel like that would have been before the alternates were chosen. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. talk to Scott Frost and say like, are you going to allow him to wear it? Or, you know? Well, I just remember the infamous Scrabble game where uh, <laughs> Nebraska and Wisconsin played and they were both Adidas at the time. That was terrible. And it was <laughs> those were the so exact bad. same jerseys as alternate in just different colors. Like, those were so like, bad. One was red with white and the other was white with red. Those weren't so even the worst bad. ones. Oh, no, I know they weren't. They weren't bad. Like, no, they, they were, were bad, they they were bad. They were bad. They were bad, but it was just that two schools that they did were playing each other in yeah. the same jersey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it it Nike's got that thing covered where they just make better jerseys, better alternates. Not well, Adidas is not good. So so the thing with Nike that you have to know is um they do better alternate jerseys for the schools they care about. Oh. But they have these really shitty templates that they give to like everybody else. So mm-hmm. like if you're going to do a special Jersey, like there's a, it's, it's a lot more prolific in soccer, mm-hmm. but like they'll do a print and then it's like, you can pick the colors of the panels, but like, we're going to do the same alternate Jersey for like Louisiana mm-hmm. tech and like all the small schools get, you know, basically yeah. like you can pick the color, but we pick the design yeah. and the cut. I mean, Nebraska fans are very traditionalist. And they're not a fan of alternate jerseys in general. 
Right, um, which I don't understand why Adidas doesn't just like we're gonna do the same jerseys every year. Yeah, like, yeah. Know your fan base. Yeah, yeah. So they they've never been received well. So I, I anticipate the whatever they announce will not be received well. It probably won't be good. You just it, it won't be as bad as that little red one that Jamie yeah. sent, but it won't be <laughs> that, good. That was funny. That was terrible. Um, but all right. Well, are we ready to move on to the next bullet point? Yeah. Recap the last season. I think we kind of done some good recap already. Yeah, we have. Uh, so I have one one point to add, and this is um. I just wanted to make sure that Phil Brooks and Creed get the proper shout out they deserved um, last year. They were the only two teams that scored more than 2,100 points. Uh, now they didn't win. Obviously Casey was the third highest scoring team at 1950, but I just thought that those two teams deserved a little share. They did finish second and third, but uh, they had everybody covered by a pretty wide margin for points scored. So I don't care. Way to go. So, so Nick is the league historian. So um, there's sometimes some hard facts in college football. You know, I, I don't think winning the national championship is everything in college football. It's the pageantry and all the things around mm. it. A non-champion um, would say that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but somebody uh, I know has made the point for college football as a whole that um, I think like it's been like 20 years since somebody hasn't won uh, championship with like some percentage of five stars on their roster mm-hmm. so like you, you know you can be like all right you know we, this team has a chance but then like when you look at actually who's winning it's the the, the stars do matter um, you have to average games. you have to average a four star is yeah, what it is. Yeah, yeah something like that and so um as as the league historian you know like do you have like some numbers for like if you want to win a championship you got to be pushing two thousand points and if you're hitting you know 1600 even though you have a good win loss record you know what bk i do not have that at my fingertips but that is something that i'm intrigued by and i will definitely put together for a league historian piece this year yeah because i i think i think uh with that you could probably make a pretty good um uh, prediction on who's gonna win the championship uh probably by week eight or nine so i i have a thing somewhere about uh number of wins that like to get into the postseason and like how many so basically it's you know obviously if you don't lose any games you win a title but it's like it's better to win <laughs> it's better to what, win. what a fact i know <laughs> what a... but it's better to win nine games than it is 11 games like historically right like you look at the people that have gone to the postseason with a nine win roster it's easy. It's like they've won more championships than somebody that's gone into the postseason with eleven wins. Hmm. That's an interesting nugget. Yeah, I mean, it's not really because it's pretty small data size, but you know, whatever. it's it's better than the uh, if you never lose a game, you'll win a championship <laughs> nugget. I so. thought that was gold. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's in, in, in fifteen years uh, when everyone has cycled through and won the championship, Nick will have the data to tell us if nine yeah. ten wins is better. Yeah. Are you writing a note to yourself? Yes, I am. Nice. I told you, I'm a, I'm a planner, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this is literally what I'm going to do probably this Sunday before the draft. Like, this will be my afternoon is researching who scored how many points and who won. <laughs> like, <laughs> average, like... It'll be average points by uh, league finish. There we go. 
There we go. Yeah. I, I'm just curious, like, because, you know, like, sometimes you have that team that's, like, they've just, like, won the luck of the draw, and it's, like, they end up with a good record, and it's, like, uh, in reality, like, that team is going to fall apart at the end. Yeah. Because they just don't have the upper limit. All right, so we're going to move on to uh, new ideas for this year. We are um, yeah, this is an a, hour this... and 11 minutes in. We're getting close to the end, guys. So yeah. this is pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, this is so much length. rambling. If somebody hasn't hit like the 15-second fast-forward, just to see if there's anything good after that. Well, remember seconds. we teased at 30 minutes. We teased some things. So both yeah. of you have to come through. Well, I already, I already did my tease. This is the second time you've asked me. No, no, no. You, no, you gave your nugget. That's what you. Oh well, my, my tease was uh, seeing if John's still listening. I guess is was the point. Oh, I didn't put just, I didn't put that... those two together. So Nick yeah. still got his yeah his yeah, tease to, his. to put it. Fill well, out. I mean, honestly, like you know, we don't need to do anything for the last bullet point there. We can delete that. Like, there's okay. not going to be any draft weekend shenanigans. Yeah, like that'll just be it'll be spontaneous. So there you oh, go. Oh, okay. I mean, draft you don't have anything just... planned. It's coffee. I have okay. I have not be at my house planned. Like, okay. That's why I wanted the draft to be early. Where so do you live? We're drunk. Like what Madison. city? Madison. Madison. Yeah. Okay. So new ideas for this year. Mm. Seems like a BK thing. Like I, I, I have mean, a new idea and that can be my announcement. So I, I, I mean, I guess my new idea is just adding an additional roster spot just to account for the possibility of COVID. Otherwise, um, I, you know, we, no one has pushed back on the thing. I guess there was an opportunity to push back. So that's, you know, as a leader, if you don't offer opportunity to push back, no pushback. But, you know, I think we did the Battle Royale format for um, the playoffs last year. I don't think anyone. Well received. Yeah, well received. I don't think anyone said anything bad about that. So that's kind of fun because you can, you know, top top four and play there and everyone's kind of fighting for a spot. Um so no new ideas. Of course, you know, if it ends up sucking with a real regular season going, you know, we can reevaluate. Because that is like the weird idea about, re, you know, introducing a new idea last year. Like, sure, like we played 12 games and had a playoff and championship, but it was something just different because of the yeah format of the season. Well, in BK, I, uh, I didn't average like one new idea a year, but it was about every other year that something came in, right? All like. Right whether it was uh, expanding the playoffs, whether it was doing the divisions, you know, like we've had a lot of different, the side bets was a new thing, you know, so it's. I mean, maybe maybe we should next year look at like subdivisions. Like oh you could God. just be in your own little division no. and you could just play yourself one weekend. And... No. Oh, one year we did the uh, two games on week nine. So that you played everybody once, but we did the double header. That was a new thing one, yeah. at one point mm. in time. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll do a double header again this week, so to make sure that you uh, play everybody, maybe yeah, like okay. week five or something halfway through. That'd be oh my fun. god, you're gonna change it? It's always been week nine. I mean, it could be week nine. But yeah, I, you're in charge. I need to <laughs> just tell myself that you're in charge. All right, no, no, Nick, Nick's planning. He just <laughs> he just decided because he's a planner and he needs to know what's going on in week nine. Well, I will say that I have not drafted players that have like a week nine buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because it's the double week. You know, yeah. So that's kind of important information, but you'll know on Monday. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's my hard deadline. Hopefully, this podcast will be out by Monday. <laughs> yeah, <I was> <laughs> With two kids, Eric, <laughs> you're going to be editing this for like a week. No, like... it it doesn't take long to edit. I, I I think I should have this by tomorrow morning. I already texted the group uh, a picture of us doing this, so they know it's happening. 
Um, yeah, you um, created the expectation. Well, none of them have responded, so they don't even know. Um, um, but so, so before we go into Nick's final idea, because I think we'll let you end on whatever your proposal is here, Nick. Um, are you aware of the Culver's Bowl that's happening like five minutes away from your house this year? Are you talking to me? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, at like the Verona High School, there is the no. Culver's Bowl. Yes. <laughs> I would live. I literally live as close to Verona as you can be, and still I know that's tell what, people. That's, that's why I said five minutes away. Holy crap! It's like two. Yeah, it's it's the it's like the Culver's Bowl, and it's um, <laughs> it's the most ridiculous thing ever. It's like whoever did not make the Division Three playoffs is playing in a bowl game at Verona High School. So uh, I'm just gonna put this out to the league. If anybody wants to come, we'll get tickets. You know, drop drop a like in the comments. Do we have comments? No, no. it's a podcast. <laughs> I don't know. You're supposed to say that kind of stuff, right? Like get clicks and shit. If we oh, made this into, maybe we'll make this, maybe that's your idea that you just inspired was we'll make a YouTube channel and oh, we'll, we'll put this on YouTube. Jeez. So yeah, anyways, if, if you, I don't know what it is, but if you Google it, like Verona Culver Bowl, like a Culver's Bowl, I guess would be the proper way. Uh, yeah, it's well, like we got to get some details out to the league. Yeah. It's like the division three, like, so like they have a playoff, you know, like a 16 team playoff or whatever. So it's gotta be some really dog shit bad football yeah yeah all right so you're you're not you don't have it penciled in but it sounds like we can get that on your google calendar pretty easily oh yeah for sure i gotta do a little extra research but yeah we'll we'll get some out of the league i'm sure tickets are hard to come by i mean you might be able to just walk in yeah could could you uh, i mean i don't know the lay of the land exactly but could you tailgate just tailgate not tailgate but like just drink at hop house and then walk over to verona oh yeah yeah that's like a three block walk. All right, there we go. All right, we just made a weekend. Boom. All right, let's let's move on, guys. All right, Eric's bored with us. You're <laughs> you're like doing like a fidget spinner or something a second ago. It looked like you were playing no, with stickers. I've, or I've something. got I've got my beer can. Okay. Um, I want to hear Nick's idea. Yeah. All right. Uh, so this is going to be the first ever sweepstakes, and by that, <laughs> I mean. Anybody in Liquored Up is going to have a chance to win my first-round draft pick in 2022. There's some terms Why? and conditions that apply, but I'm calling the sweepstakes Pile on Peach. If anybody beats Pat in the regular season, they will be entered for a chance to Holy win shit. my... First round pick in 2020. In okay, sorry, I've... 2022. So next year. So Pat and has you're just... really upped the game in the 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 2200 South Lynn Street brawl. Pat's really you know kind of got the better of me the last couple of years. So I figured, what's better than giving away first round draft picks? Okay, and I I've got questions. Yeah. All right. So okay. Like say, five people beat them. Yep. You put their names in a hat and you just draw them out. Are you gonna like do this live and like yeah. how how are you you're gonna do that live like that? You, I mean, you got to. Uh, so there will be an official announcement that has all the details on it. It's kind of up in the air. I wanted this to be the announcement that yeah. it is it is out there. It will be done. Yeah. And there's two options. I I think that's the most fair, right? Because 
I don't I don't care how much you beat Pat by, right? Yeah. The important thing is that you, so you beat, beat him. Pat. So yep. we got to make it fair. If you beat Pat, you get a shot. Okay. Right. So Does okay. Pat know about this? No. He's no. gonna find out. Well, he might not get this far in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way he's getting. Okay. This far. I got. I got another another question. If you beat him, does your name go in the drawing? So here's the terms and conditions, right? So there's there's two terms and conditions. As any good marketer knows, right? You got to have a, a nice catchphrase, right? Mm-hmm. You can get my first round pick. Well, I get your second, right? So Ooh, I wow. give away my wow. first to you and I get your second. So we trade, right? So you get my first, but I'll get your second. And the second thing, and this is the most important if I lose to Pat, it voids the whole thing. <laughs> what? And and the reason I want this is when we get to week 10 and it's hate week, I want eight freaking people oh just God. hating on Pat and rooting for the, peer, the okay. one person that they all hate to cheer for, right? They all want me to suck. But when it's a first round pick on the line, they might change their tune. So... That's, so, yeah, that is the, that's clever. Yeah, that is so. that is using your brain, Nick. So suck it, Pat. This is the 200 Southland Street Borough coming at you live from the podcast. Wow, that's okay. That's, Mark it down. Now, um, just to use terminology you've used in the past, the draft is a few days away, and uh, <laughs> shut the fuck up. We are just one week away from the draft. <laughs> We're two weeks away. We're two weeks. No, 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 I'm using no. I'm using terminology that you've oh, used in the past. Geez. Don't confuse people. Peter's going to think it's one week. John's going to think it's one week. He's going to show up at, at Nick's house. Give John a reason to drive up here early. Uh, when are we going to know? Is say we are entered into the drawing, and and you beat Pat because apparently that's part of this as well. When are we going to know if we uh, are qualified or like have won the draft pick? Um, I will say I will do a drawing before the end of the season. I will not do anything on championship weekend, but one of the two weeks before the drawing will happen and you will know, most likely I'll do it the weekend, the first weekend of the playoffs in, in battle Royale. Okay. And Mark are you going to publish your methodology on random? Like, so that I think know. it needs to be live because otherwise yeah, you it'll, could... it'll be live. And uh, I don't. I I'm either gonna do draw out of a hat, or I'll do like a. I'll, I'll make a little spinny wheel or something. You or I'll make... come up with some. Oh, or I'll just assign people a fucking racehorse in the Kentucky Derby, and we won't know until next summer. Ooh, Ooh. kind of like that. But what if nine people beat Pat? How many? There... Yeah, race that in the that Derby? that'd be kind of difficult because then you know if if I someone's think eight, I don't know. Well, but it, regardless of whether it's right, you know. You okay, get, then you'll get a driver in a NASCAR, right? And, and then there will be a race. Then and all of us, like, all of a sudden, we're all rednecks. Yeah, and well, whatever like, place. Could we you do get, F one? Yeah, keep let's it get classy. Involved. Ooh, actually, I mean, you should just you should make this part of your F sixty five worldwide challenge, and uh, bring in the EPL, and we all get assigned. Um, can you EPL tell teams. me what's the wow. f explain the f65 um so i'm alex and i i'm pretty sure are the original creators and i say i'm pretty sure because we were pretty drunk <laughs> um but f65 is a conglomerate that alex yeah. and i came up with as like a you know 
a business entity a holding company yeah right that basically uh all of our stupid crazy shitty ideas would just live under there yeah and then we had a conversation i want to say it was like eight or nine years ago now but like f65 unlimited owns the rights to s mighty brewing (laughs) right which is uh pat's homebrew business right like we, we own that like somewhere there's a signed document so okay. any beer that Pat ever makes that goes big, F65 is getting like 20% cut. Okay. That's a pretty uh, good deal. It owns doing Liquored no Up. I mean, Brian doesn't know this, but it owns Liquored <laughs> Up for sure. Which is a money machine. Yes. I mean, if this podcast hits it big, uh, F65 is getting at least 60% of the cut. It, it's, it sounds like it's kind of like a Disney when you just like realize that, oh, they actually own everything. Yeah. I did get, us, uh, get some offers in the off season to, uh, you know, really promote this this big time oh, so, really? i'm yeah. glad that you held out for the big money i mean when when you post a podcast you get a ton of spam emails <laughs> saying we oh, can really? we can make your podcast huge and you can make tons of money let's do like, it I'm like, Bring this to the do, do you realize who, what this is we have <laughs> yeah. 10 listeners we have 10 listeners and that's it it's really funny i was telling uh i was telling somebody recently they're like oh what do you do for fun i'm like oh i have a podcast uh that I've been doing regularly with my buddies for our fantasy league. And they're like, no, you have a pocket. I'm like, no, no, it's not. It's not. It's not, a it's, it's not like, like that. It's not like that. There's maybe it's, one it's person that listens to the entire thing. It's for 10 of us. Yeah. <laughs> no, but actually, actually our listen throughs. I mean, we've got two episodes. We had more episodes than that previously that weren't officially, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. but our stats, like, I think people are listening through the whole episode. Oh, 100%. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, wow. no, that's, that's that's not what they're saying, but they're no, they're so, no, no, no. They're they're listening through the whole thing. So historically, I was talking to, I was talking to a guy uh, last weekend, and he was his NFL fantasy league is like not doing well, and he's like, so we basically told everybody we're going to increase the buy-in because the only way to get people to care is if there's more money on the line. And I said, you're one hundred percent dead wrong. Yeah, he's like, what do you mean? I said, I've got a college fantasy league that costs 25 bucks that has more buy-in than you're ever going to find anywhere. <laughs> He's like, no way. I'm like, just, yeah, we play for liquor. And just everybody. He's going to be so mad. <laughs> but I was like, the buy-in in this league is off the charts. So way to go, liquored up. All right, there we go. All righty. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think Nick selling off a draft pick with some asterisks associated with it. Uh, yeah. First round draft pick, not just That's, a draft pick, first rounder. I think, have you have you workshopped a name for this? Pile on Peach. Oh, pile he, on yeah, peach. he said it. That's right. That's right. Pile on Peach, liquored up 2021, sweepstakes, wow. extravaganza, presented by F65 Unlimited. <laughs> I want to know what, like, Pat's like, like, is Pat going to have a counter offer? Like, you get second and third round pick. If you, oh, like, like this is. I don't. I don't think he's gonna. I. I don't think you, he's you gonna care. Sides? Like, I don't I think he's gonna really, care. I really hope that the league is able to see through that bullshit. His <laughs> like wow. counter offer, whatever. Like, come on, please like me. He's he was a terrible commissioner. He was the Nick Tater. Hopefully, the league sees through that and understands that this is about. <laughs> pure hate between former roommates and nothing more okay i think this is the best way to end no i think i think we got to do one more thing and that is um 
our plan is to do a post draft pod, right? Oh yeah. So, um, you know, I, I'm not sure how many episodes we're going to get in this year. We got two in last year. I think if we, if we can do more, would you say how many Nick? Well, so I, Eric and I were workshopping and this was a few months ago. So Eric probably has, no I don't remember. Yeah, no, but he and I were trying to workshop a way to get six episodes in. So six episodes. That's good. Okay. And we had a pretty good framework for like how we could, you know, fit six episodes in without like trying to create content. Like, you know, the, the difficult part of that is just scheduling. So if, if we can all like schedule, maybe the, the recording dates all throughout the whole year, that'll make this a ton easier. If we yeah. can do it all well, at other once. Thing, the other thing we talked about, right, was like, you know, you're the one that does the recordings. But, uh, you know, if anybody else listening to this right now, like, has something they want to talk about, wants to be on the pod, you know, Eric, yeah. I, my favorite thing about this podcast is you met Phil for the first oh, yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on a pod, like, amazing. Like, that was such a good podcast to listen yeah. to. Yeah. I wish so, I would have had that in the feed, you know, in yeah. our in our actual podcast. Yeah. I wonder if they're recording somewhere and we can like do a, a throwback yeah, you, episode. You should you you and Phil should like do like a reunion episode. Like what have yeah. you been up to? Boom. Yeah. Phil, if you're up for it, shoot me a DM. Um, <laughs> slide into my DMs. Alright, I think that's a good place to end it. What do you think guys? Peace out. Yeah, peace out, good luck. Alright, see you guys. <laughs>